Hello, my name is Moses, and I want to tell you about God's deliverance. You see, I was born a slave, a Hebrew slave in Egypt. Our people came to Egypt because of a famine. The great Jacob and his son Joseph, they came as aliens in the land. They were not from around here. But God shined on Joseph. And through many trials, through many dark times, eventually Joseph became the second most powerful man in Egypt. Second only to the Pharaoh, the king himself. And Joseph through the wisdom that God gave him, through the interpretation of dreams, through the supernatural power of God, ended up saving the whole region from famine, from starvation. He was a prince of Egypt. But times change. Amen. And as the years went by, Suddenly, there was a king who did not know Joseph. And in fact, as he saw that our people had grown to huge numbers, he feared us because we were different. And so in his fear, in his fear that the Egyptians would be threatened by us because we were a different race, he enslaved us. And he made our lives harder and harder, pushing us to build grand structures. In fact, you can still see them today. The great pyramids and monuments of Egypt. Around the time that I was born, the pharaoh was so paranoid, so fearful of us who were different, the Hebrews, that he actually ordered the Hebrew midwives to kill every male child that was born. Can you imagine? But those midwives were stronger than the Pharaoh thought. And they refused to kill the male child. They refused to commit murder. And when Pharaoh questioned, they said, Well, the Hebrew women are more rigorous than the Egyptian women. And they have their children before I can get there. So the Pharaoh, who would stop at nothing, ordered his own people to throw every baby boy born to our people into the Nile River. Unfortunately, that wasn't the last time in history that a paranoid ruler tried to wipe a whole race of people off the face of the earth. In fact, it happened again when Jesus was born centuries later. A paranoid ruler once again ordered genocide. 
but I'm kind of a miracle. Because my mother also feared God more than Pharaoh. And so she hid me after I was born for three months. And then put me in a basket in the reeds of the Nile. And you're not going to believe this, but Pharaoh's own daughter came by and discovered me in the reeds. And somehow had mercy on me. She took me as her own son. God's hand was working so so amazingly that my own sister went to her and said, I know a Hebrew nurse who can take care of that child. My own mother. And so I was given back to my own mother until I was weaned and then I was taken to Pharaoh's house. I learned a lot in Pharaoh's house. Years went by and I never forgot my people. And so one day I went out to visit with them. And I walked up on one of my people being brutally beaten by an Egyptian slave master. And and I'm not proud of this, but something rose up in me. A rage for my people. And before I knew it, I had struck the Egyptian dead. What had I done? What would happen to me now? I ran back to Pharaoh's palace and hid to wait and see what would happen next. The next day I walked out to visit with my people again and and two Hebrews were fighting. And so I asked the one, I said, why are you beating your brother? And he turned to me just like this and said, Who made you a prince, a ruler among us? Are you going to kill us like you killed the Egyptian yesterday? They knew. How did they know? If they knew, then Pharaoh would eventually find out and I would be doomed. So I ran. I ran. I ran out into the desert all the way to Midian. And I wept for fear of my life, for, for fear of my future. And as I was there, I came upon a well. And there were seven sisters there trying to water their sheep. But these, this band of ruffians came in and, and was harassing them horribly and eventually ran them off. And again, I, I felt this rage rise up in me. And I said, oh no, not today. And I ran those ruffians off. And I brought the sisters back and and helped them water their sheep. Well, they must have appreciated that. Because they invited me to their house for dinner. And I went in and met their distinguished father, Jethro. A priest of the Most High God. Isn't it amazing the ways God works in our lives to save us, to deliver us when we think there is no way? Well, I became a shepherd and I married 
Zipporah, one of Jethro's daughters. And I thought that would be my life until I passed. But one day, I was walking out in the wilderness and I saw something very strange. Something I'd never seen before or since. A huge bush that was burning but not being consumed. Well, I'm a curious kind of guy. I couldn't just pass that by. So I went to get a closer look of this burning bush, and as I got pretty close to it, all of a sudden I heard a voice, oh, a booming voice that said, Moses, Moses, take off your sandals because you're standing on holy ground. So what would you do? I took off my sandals. I said, oh yes, Lord, here I am. And I bowed. And the Lord began to speak to me. He said, I have heard my people's cry. Mm. I have seen their misery. And I am coming down to deliver them. Well, that sounded good. My people needed deliverance. But then he said this. Moses, I'm sending you to deliver them. Me? I'm just a shepherd. What do I know? I... No, Lord, you, you must have the wrong guy. The Lord said, Moses, I made you. I choose you to deliver my people. And I will be with you. I will be with you. Now, for some people, that'd be enough. But I'm kind of stubborn. And after all, surely, he didn't want me for this task. And so I said, but Lord, uh, if I go to your people and say, God has sent me to deliver you, what if they ask me what your name is? So, what is your name? Oh, I'll never forget this. He said, my name is I Am. I Am who I am. Uh, what does that mean, Lord? I am who I am. That doesn't sound like any other name I've heard amongst the Hebrews or the Egyptians or even in Midian. He said, Moses, I'm the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Trust me. Well, again, that would have been enough for some people. But I'm stubborn. And so I said, uh, you know, that sounds good, God, but uh, I still don't think I can do this. What will be the sign that I can give to these people to prove to them that you are with me? 
He said, Moses, you see that staff in your hand? Yes, Lord. Throw it down on the ground. When I threw it on the ground, it became a viperous snake. Now, I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy. I mean, I work in the wilderness all day, every day, but some of these snakes are poisonous. So I didn't want any part of that. And then he says, get this, go grab that snake by the tail. Say, what? <laughs> go ahead, Moses. Okay, Lord. And as soon as I touched it, it turned back into a staff. He said, this will be a sign for you, Moses. Do this sign, and then they'll know that the Lord is with you. Oh, um, okay, Lord. The Lord knows me. He knows I still doubted. And so he said, stick your hand inside of your robe, and then take it back out. And when I took it out, it was leprous and white as snow. He said, now put it back into your robe. And I did and brought it back out again. And it was completely healed. Well, that's another powerful sign. But Lord, what if? He said, all right. If all of that doesn't prove to them that the Lord is with you, and take some water out of the Nile and pour it on the ground and it will turn to blood. Now that's pretty good. So I thought, now what can I object to now? Oh yes, Lord. I, I, I kind of stammer in my speech. I'm not a public speaker. After all, you know that is the number one fear in the world to do public speaking. I, 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 I No, Lord, I, I can't speak. That's it. I can't speak. That's why I can't go. Well, by now the Lord was getting a little bit angry with me. And he said, Moses, your brother Aaron will be with you. He can speak. I will speak to you what to say and then you tell Aaron and then he will speak to the people. Man, this God's got an answer for everything. I said, okay, Lord. Okay, Lord. I will go if you will be with me. I could tell you a lot more about the deliverance of God through the coming years after that. You can read about it in the book of Exodus. But let me suffice to say this. Our God is a deliverer. Our God can deliver us from anything in this world that we face. And our God, He brought my people out of slavery. He broke the chains and brought us to a new and spacious land. A land flowing with milk and honey. Our God is a deliverer. 
So I want to ask you now, what has God delivered you from? Take a moment. Just close your eyes, if you would, and think back over your life. How has God delivered you? Even when you thought there was no way, God made a way. Maybe maybe God delivered you from from failure in school. Maybe God healed your heart when a relationship was broken. When someone failed to keep their promises. Maybe maybe God healed you from a sickness or an accident. Maybe even God delivered you through COVID. Every single one of us has a story of how God has delivered us. Just now, in these, in these few moments, in your heart, give thanks to God for God's deliverance. Just in silent prayer, say, thank you, Jesus. as we open our hearts to Jesus as we are remembering with gratitude for some of us many many times of deliverance let's turn our attention to our lives right now today where do you need deliverance where do you need help from God's hand maybe it's even a situation that that there seems to be no way through would you share that with Jesus now Jesus the one who delivered us who went to the cross to conquer our enemies To make a way where there was no way. That same Jesus is still in the delivering business today. Hear our prayers, O Lord. You know the struggle that each of us faces. The challenges. And maybe it's a loved one close to us who needs your deliverance today oh hear the cries of your people Lord as you heard the cries of the Hebrews so many years ago as you saw their misery see the challenges we face and make a way Jesus make a way in our lives in our schools in our homes in our families Make a way in this church and in this community. Make a way in this nation and in your world. Make a way, oh deliverer God. Lord, empower us 
empower us to share the good news of deliverance. Lord, each one of us are going to meet people along the way this week who need to know there is deliverance. Loosen our lips and open our mouths and open our hearts. Make our hands ready to clasp hands with the ones who are beat down and discouraged and overwhelmed and sad and depressed and anxious. Lord, send us as light into this dark world. Send us as light to encourage one another that our God is a deliverer. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. In Jesus' name. And let all God's people say,